0: Hey guys, welcome to The Debrief. This is our uh, conversation after the conversation with Brian Quintes, who's the former CFTC commissioner. Uh, really interesting conversation there, David. I think like, I was surprised at how uh, values aligned he was. Like he seemed to be agreeing after almost like everything we said. And right. you know, even I made the statement like, we live in a financial prison, Brian. And he was like, yes, we do, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he was like nodding his head yes mm-hmm. in a lot of places. And I didn't expect that, um, you know, may- maybe because he's a bankless listener or maybe we're just like filtering for for people who are values aligned. Those right. are the only types of people who get on the podcast. Right. We don't have the like, you know, the strict uh, angry crypto regulators. But um, yeah, that that was the most surprising piece of this is, is how much I liked Brian, how much I identified with uh, his value system mm-hmm. and how uh, a pro crypto he was.
1: It is a good reminder that, like, often when we talk on, on, on crypto podcasts, when it's just you and me on the weekly roll-up, we're like, oh, regulators, they're Those dumb regulators. and they, they don't understand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all of them, equally. Um, but then we get people like like Brian and Hester Pierce on, on, the, on the show, and they're like, yeah, like, all your guys' points are really, really good, and, like, we're trying to come to terms with that, right? Uh, and so, like, it, it's a good reminder that, like regulators aren't evil. Uh, they, they aren't this like, you know, monolithic top down structure trying to control your life like the regulate the nation state regulation is here for reasons. And those are good reasons. And those reasons can be upheld. So long as we like remind ourselves as to why these things came about in the first place, and like, keep ourselves grounded into first principles thinking and not just let, you know, just regulation exists just for regulation's sake, I think Brian and also Hester Pierce are very, very aware of that dynamic and uh, are concerned about like making sure that we just don't start regulating just because that's what we do. Uh, And we actually go back to like the first principles about why these agencies exist and make sure that we don't go much further than that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, t- I totally agree. I mean, they seem to see the the same things that that we see. Um, I, I do wonder what Brian is is going to do post this industry mm-hmm. uh, or post this um you know post mm-hmm. at the commissary. He seemed to hint that maybe it's something in the crypto space. So by the time this is released, maybe we'll have an announcement of that, or maybe we'll be close to that. But um, I think he's down the crypto rabbit hole. And this just reminds me, David, of something we've talked about very early on with Bankless, and part of the reason we started this whole journey, this whole endeavor is, this is a battle for hearts and minds, right? Like soup to nuts. It's a battle for hearts and minds. And um, like when we win those hearts and minds with a better narrative, a better story, actual results of of helping individuals and um, practicing what we preach, we can win those hearts and minds in government bodies too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like that, I, I think this just shows like, I've, I've probably never been involved in a um, bottom up movement like this, like a social movement like this, mm-hmm. right? I just I haven't found anything that I've um, gravitated towards before crypto. But like, it's a totally different dimension right. when you're doing things from the bottom up. And you can actually infiltrate positions of power just by uh, winning hearts and minds. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, that's you, <too>, right? <laughs> but like, I mean, there's economic alignment for sure. But, um, There's also like, I think a lot of values alignment and and social alignment. And um, I mean, look, Brian Quintez listened to our Bankless podcast, right? He listened to that conversation with Ryan Selkis. Mm -hmm. Um, This is how we do it. This is why crypto media is so important.
1: Right. Yeah. Crypto media, giving a voice to ourselves and actually like putting our foot down and be like, hey, like we're smart. Like we can, we can talk about these
0: subjects with you. Like we, we can, we can go toe to toe. Yeah, Well, I'm surprised. It's awesome that he came on. Like I would have, um, Hester Purse too. I mean, like, um, it's very cool that they're engaging directly with the crypto community and crypto media agencies Mm -hmm. like us.
1: One thing I'm concerned about is, um, you, you know, I like to put on my, my conspiracy hat. Um, and so like we have these, we have these individuals like, like Brian and Hester who were totally aligned with, but then like, there is like this, uh, Set, set of incentives that create a more holistic structure that we call like the nation state, right? And so like, even the individual to some degree, even the individuals that compose this like gargantuan regulatory body, which is like the, com- the composed nation state, can't really do much, right? Because like the incentives that compose the nation state are going to like play out in of themselves like regardless right like maybe cogs
0: me- in the wheel and exactly
1: like, yeah like something. the the cftc like individuals in the cftc are like driving steering the cftc cftc in directions that we think are good uh and those individuals can do some sort of influence but ultimately like it just takes one thing like the treasury to be like ah, i don't care about either the sec or the or the cftc i'm going to just impose upon everything and then all of a sudden like the the measuredness of the CFTC doesn't matter because we lost to the treasury or something. I am concerned about that.
0: Yeah, there's definitely, look, I mean, uh, government power structures are incredibly complex Mm -hmm. institutions and there's so many like factions and different pieces, but I guess, um, I guess it's the only way we can do something uh, to, to move it forward is to like build these allegiances in various locations and like you know to take it one by one there may come a time david when we actually have a pro crypto treasury secretary right. right like and how does that come about right um it's, right. again it's a battle for hearts and minds there's probably some generational demographic changes that need to happen um creating like wins I, it's just going to be a very long process mm-hmm. and there's going to be gains and there's going to be setbacks but um you can kind of see a path see this this working uh i guess the government is ultimately supposedly supposed to be composed by the people and so ultimately the people's win the people's will will win and so again that's back to like the only thing we can do is change these hearts and minds and then just wait it out one
1: thing that, that brian said that i think gave me a lot of a feeling of security is is when i asked him about like hey so like once, once DeFi successfully like removes all the intermediaries, like it's just like the individual that's pressing the buttons on their ledger yeah. that minted like the security, the security token or I love the synthetic how you asset. That.
0: It's like yeah. I'm just asking for a friend, Brian. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah just not a me. Friend. Not me at
1: all. Right. Yeah. Hypothetically, I haven't minted a synthetic asset that's under the purview <laughs> of the CFTC. But but his his answer was that like, well, if the, all these individuals are doing things that are under the purview of the CFTC and they're all individuals, like what are we going to do about it? Like, we're not going to go, that's not, it's not our responsibility to go after like individuals in their own homes. The manpower. Don't have Don't have the manpower or the desire. And that's the yeah. desire point that I think was really stands out. And like, right. if that belief can also be true of the SEC and be like, well, all these individuals are making a bunch of security tokens and they're all pressing their own buttons on their ledger inside of their own homes, connected to their own internet, whatever. And they're not connecting to any like, like required reporting agency, like, you know, Coinbase or a crypto bank. If they're just individuals, we're just going to leave them alone. And if we can get that, like, if if they're just individuals, we're just going to leave them alone. If there's no other relevant parties, whatever, what like we'll just we'll just that's look the other way. Of itself, that's a huge it? win because yeah. that's the whole point of DeFi in the first place is to make it only <laughs> individuals, right? Like no <laughs> entities. Uh, and so, like, if every single three letter agency or four letter agency or the regulated regulation and, uh, agency is just jostling over uh, domiciled entities,
0: fine. Great, like, let the individuals
1: ape into contracts. That's fine. That's great.
0: yeah, I, yeah, I, I I totally agree. I'm, I'm very glad he said this. and um, his other point around this was, hey, we've got bigger fish to fry, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. look man, four hundred trillion dollars of synthetics, and crypto right. maximum is a you know two trillion dollar right. market. and you know, many of these things don't even fall under their jurisdiction, right? And so like, mm-hmm. um it's kind of like, hey, if, if you guys are good, and don't complain about it and this issue doesn't come before Congress in a crisis, Mm -hmm. like it's probably going to be fine. Right. Mm -hmm. From the CFTC's perspective. Now, Mm -hmm. one of my, one of my questions, I think we didn't get a chance to, to delve into it more is like, um, you know, his, his comment that Congress is really good at, at two things or does two things, either nothing or overreacts. Right. Um, I feel like in the case of, of crypto and DeFi, um, it's actually neither of those things, right? So uh, we, we haven't had a crisis that it's responding to for it to overreact in DeFi. Like, there's been no massive economic crisis or outcry from crypto citizens triggered saying, recession. Yeah. Come help us, right? And they are doing nothing, that's true, but they're also not doing nothing. They are doing some things, right? So, this injection of language in the um, uh, infrastructure bill is an example of like, right. This is something more nefarious. This yeah. is not doing nothing. This is not right. overreacting. This it's is actually, yes, this is pre this is much more insidious. right. And that's why I, I feel like I, I actually buy into you know this is what Congress should do, either nothing or or too much, and it should should like shouldn't approach these things uh, haphazardly and should you know build a case and have lots of information. But I actually think something more pernicious is going on where crypto has some enemies. In government that are trying to take it down, um, and we see that as evidence of this is like this troubling, um, this troubling language in the infrastructure bill. So we are also under attack, you know. And so, like, it's a question of how do we defend against that? Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't have any specific reflections on that, so I'm just going to take the conversation in, in a different in a different spot. Oh. Even though that's a fantastic point. Um, the every time we have a conversation with a regulator, I want to bring up. Um, a conversation that they probably wouldn't be able to participate in, but I still want to bring it up anyways. And so I'm, I'm looking to make a, a podcast about this in the future at some point in time. And that is, um, and, the, and the thing I think that so many regulators don't understand is that crypto crypto self-regulates. Maybe they do understand that or have an inclination towards that. But the way, but um, and, and Brian talked about when he, the history of the CFTC, how we need to make sure we have like, um, you know, vibrant, commodities markets that like are free from fraud and free from, you know, manipulation or free from X, right there. The nation state is using legal contracts and, and legal code to create, you know, better markets. That's what the EVM is. And so in the, the regulators don't understand that we have our own system of regulation. And that's actually what makes crypto be in a bubble that, that, you know, you can Market craziness doesn't extend outside of it right it's it's, it's self-contained self-insulated because you know Ave's over collateralized compounds has its own
0: legal system it, it has its own legal it, system it its own its rules own, of regulation yeah it has its own Supreme Court like it I has its, its own you. officer
1: yeah. right like it, it, the evM is an officer that that if you do things right, and you will not get rug pulled if you do things right. You will not have theft happen to you because the EVM enforces that. Is this the code is law argument? This David? is a code is law argument, right? And so, and and there, there's the code is law argument, which is like code is actually under the nation state, and nation states need to operate by code. But there's also just the argument, just like, hey, we've baked in our own like. Um, our own regulation. We've baked in our own market-like buffers. Like Aave has a, a 115% over-collateralization ratio. That's what Brian was talking about when he was talking about margin in uh, in traditional commodities markets. But margin in, in traditional mar- uh, commodities markets are regulated by pay, pen and paper contracts. We have the EVM, and it, it also enforces good markets and and healthy markets. Uh, and I don't think regulators understand how. We've actually like just uh, automatized and and codified the things that they are doing in code, which is the whole point of this no, thing. In super the first
0: of that, I think they yeah. hear they would hear you say that and be like, "Yeah, sure, David, but when shit hits the fan, who are you going to call?" Right, right. Um, no one is but what they. They probably say. don't believe that either. They they probably don't, but I you know I think you're exactly right, and that, this kind of leads me to maybe the. Maybe my biggest takeaway from this, which was the advice that Brian gave to us, uh, which was "build fast and go hard." Like, <laughs> he's just like, he's just like, just outrun if them. You, if you want this thing to be legitimized, hurry up, mm-hmm. like go fast, win yeah, these hearts is, and minds, build some advice. utility, yeah. like go hard, like go do it. It's yours because we can build far faster. Then they can react to what we build, mm-hmm. and this could be like um, a very important thing that like most citizens support. Mm-hmm. By the time they can even react to try to stop it, so okay. that's the um, I think the the bit of encouragement he would have, or like the advice he would have for the DeFi industry is like, if you want to win this game, build. He's literally telling us to not ask for permission, which we are super good <laughs> in code, at in this case. Right? In code, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Don't ask for permission, just build stuff. And it's like, "Oh, yeah, great. We're good. also going to build permissionless things without asking for permission."
0: I mean, it happened with the internet, right? And just kind of like the distribution of of content um like some of the battles around, you know, uh, intellectual property with like um, YouTube and all of these things. Um and, you know, the internet just became so existential existentially important that lawmakers had right. to just abide couldn't suppress it yeah right it kind um, of
1: feels like that like uh that that like lawyer tactic if they're trying to like yeah, you know, if they're fighting, two lawyers are fighting, and one just like sounds like, oh, right, send me, send me the paperwork, and one lawyer yeah. sends ten thousand like buckets Filibuster. of paperwork, and just like dumps it. Here's all the paperwork. Like, go DDoS find US what you attack? need. Yeah, DVOS, yeah, DDOs, like, DDoS, DDoS the, the regulators with like too much information.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's an element of look, man. That's a good um, strategy. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to be able to keep up with mm-hmm. everything that's going on, right? Like you and I, we can, we can't keep up. Right. With what's going on, so how right. is a regulator and a team of 750 people going to keep up? Right. So, um, that is the big hope, I mm-hmm. think, and that we build so fast and so hard that we become the financial industry, mm-hmm. and then it's over. Rug pull. Rug yeah, it. the game, the game is over by then. Um, anything else, man? Nothing. Good episode. Premium members, thank you much, so, so much for subscribing. Thanks for joining us. This has been another debrief. Be Cheers.